Hello, my soul-seeking friends. It's Shanna. Thank you so much for listening to Sense of Soul podcast. Enlightening conversations with like-minded souls from around the world, sharing their journey of finding their light within, turning pain into purpose, and awakening to their true sense of soul. If you like what you hear, show me some love and rate, like, and subscribe. And consider becoming a Sense of Soul Patreon member, where you will get ad-free episodes, monthly circles, and much more. Now go grab your coffee, open your mind, heart, and soul. It's time to awaken. Today with us on Sense of Soul, we have Dr. Louise Swartzwalter. She is a naturopathic doctor and frequency medicine pioneer who specializes in helping heart-centered individuals excel in both life and business through her signature brain system that aims to release trauma and fast-track results that stick. She has helped thousands of people with with her multidimensional approach that combines mind, body, soul, and the energetic field. Her system was created through her own personal health crisis. She was on oxygen in her 20s and the doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with her. And by using her multidimensional approach, she was able to heal herself holistically and has gone on to create a business that helped others do the same. She is also the host of the Brain Soul Success Show podcast, which I have recently been a guest on. So please check that out. And in this episode, she uses me to demonstrate her brain system. If you'd like to see this episode and truly see Dr. Louise in action, you can find this episode in its entirety on Sense of Soul Patreon as a member at any level. And you can also see a portion of this episode on Sense of Soul's YouTube. I must say, I was completely blown away by her technique, and I have been looking forward to sharing this episode with all of you. So please welcome Dr. Louise Swartzwalter. Hi, nice to meet you. Where are you joining me from? You know, I'm from Albuquerque. Are you from Colorado? Yeah, we're neighbors. Where are you? We're in Colorado. I'm in Aurora. You're in Aurora. Awesome. My daughter's in Denver. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you get to come here and visit? I do. I'll be there for Christmas. I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, nice. Christmas in Colorado is nice. <laughs> yeah, Christmas is nice. Yeah. Or do you like Colorado? Do you like it there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've been here for about 40 years now. So it's basically home. And okay. my kids are all deeply rooted Colorado. So yeah, and I, I just listened to part of your podcast on the tarot card reader. Um, yeah. Also, you do such a great job. Let me just tell you, I am so impressed. You have a great conversational like presence. Thank you. You just do. It's really, it's really good. It's really good, Shanna. Yeah. So I listened to part of that. I was thinking, because my son said, Hey mom, when I go to New Orleans, I'm going to find the seediest tarot card reader and get my cards read. (laughs) I was just like, what does that mean? Um, (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I actually have quite the lineage in Louisiana. Do you? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a big, actually, I was thinking a lot about that this morning when I was reading over your stuff and some of the work that you do, like a lot of the retraining, a lot of the things that I had to kind of face had to do with my ancestry and found out I was nothing what I thought it was. I mean, from every direction, you know, there was this denial of culture. Right. 
we're such a beautiful melting pot. But I do like clearing those blocks that are trauma blocks, emotional blocks that get stuck in the brain and the soul. And then create, especially business owners and entrepreneurs, you know, when they get stuck, it's usually because there's something coming up that needs to be cleared. Yeah, it's a block and we have to clear the block. And when we clear the block and then reboot, we have to reboot and rewire the brain. So I use sort of NLP questions to walk like a goal down. So Mm -hmm. like, I know we can achieve anything we want. It's just a matter of deciding what that is. And believing that you can and do it. And believing you can do it. So it's yeah. also about releasing all those patterns when you were kids about yes. not feeling good enough or being invalidated or rejection or any of that or abandonment. You know, it's releasing those trauma patterns and then rebooting the brain and the whole body, mind, spirit mm-hmm. with, yeah. I call it the new program, how you want to show oh. up. Yes, you do have to make a new program. Yes. We're so multidimensional. So there's so many layers to what you do. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. many. Yes, yeah. absolutely. We yeah. have to do it's it in okay. layers. That's that, you know, we are multidimensional. So what I found too, Shanna is, you know, when I first started this work, I just worked on the physical body. Yeah, you know? me too. You know, I was trained as a naturopath. I got sick. So the first thing, I mean, the, well, I, I didn't become a naturopath till after after I got sick and figured out a bunch of stuff. And then I went back to, went back to school and did that. But what I realized was we're not just physical beings. And so just changing your diet, exercising, taking supplements, that's all important. It's foundational for longevity, for health, for you to really be who you are, but it's clearing all the trauma. It's the emotions. It's the, the spiritual body we have to work on. So I kind of blend like science, spirituality, and, you could call it metaphysical, but it, it's not. It's more energetic. Yeah. Yeah. I too, at the beginning of my, you know, I was a massage therapist. So, you know, it was all about the body. And I realized I was rubbing people's stress. I was like, this dude is never, ever letting this trigger point go. Even if I got rid of it, you know, he'd come back and he'd still have it. I'm like, what is going on? You know, and then I asked him one time, well, you know, when did this start? And it started when, you know, years ago when he was going through a divorce. <laughs> uh-huh. oh, okay. Now this makes sense. <laughs> right. It's living right. in your, in your muscles. Yeah. We yeah. hold that energy there. And yet what I found too, is we have to clear it in the field though, first. Okay. And your energetic field goes all the way out to the stars or the sun. You have a huge energy field and you can have a little song sort of playing even 2000 miles out from your body that has mm-hmm. to do with ancestral trauma. And mm-hmm. if we don't clear it, it's still going to affect you physically. Or if like mm-hmm. I'm working with someone and they have shoulder pain, I will actually show them with kinesiology or muscle testing that the pain is not in their shoulder. Amazing. Right. So some of you may already know this, your chiropractor might be using some of this with you or, you know, a kinesiologist or a natural health professional that you've gone to, but you can test the strength of a muscle. So they usually have you put your arm out and gently push down on it and say something like, my name is Louise, and it would stay strong. And if I say, my name is George, it would go a little weaker, indicating that, you know, we're we're, that's not, that's not you, right? That's, that's a no, that's not who you are. Then you can get a yes and a no. So a yes and a no. And so I will show it with, for pain in the body. So if someone has pain in their shoulder 
And we say, hey, you know, let's see if the pain is there. And I say, the pain is here. And it's not. So it's they're holding their shoulder. Then we have them put their hand out maybe five or six inches from their shoulder where that pain is. And we say the pain is here, hold. And the arm stays strong, indicating, yes, it is. It's in the field. Then I'll have them put it all the way out, like two feet from their body. The pain is here, hold. And the pain is two feet from their body. So it sort of demonstrates that your pain starts in the energy field. And if we don't clear it there first, you can put tramiel, essential oil, whatever you want on that pain. And it isn't going to go away all the way. It's going to help a little, but it isn't going to change it. So then I do some codes. So I learned these amazing codes for success um, that clear the energetic pattern seven generations back and seven forward. And so I will use mm -hmm. some codes to clear all that. And then they'll say, they'll look at me funny and they'll be like, I feel better. Like, what did you just do? Right. Yeah. So it's, it's sort of a great little proof that we're energy beings and that you have an energy mm -hmm. field and that we have to look at it multidimensionally. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite things to do with clients or any, even friends, they get sick of me sometimes. They'll call me for advice and I'm like, close your eyes. <laughs> because I just want them to find the answers within, you know, that discernment exercise, like asking your body and, and sensing like, is this a yes or no? Like feeling it in your solar plexus, you know, and listening, does it feel right in your body? Like when you say it, do you tense up all over or do you relax? And, and it feels like, yes, yes. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Cause the answers are within. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the know. inner it's work so that reflects in the outer work. It is true. Yes. I need to constantly remember that too, because I still have, you know, some of the voices that, that I've identified and put in the corner, <laughs> but it still, you know, tries to come in. You know, like, and I think I, we can get that gone. I do. Really? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, do every day. I mean, I think it gets less and less, but like, yeah. especially during not like an every day, but like when something, like I remember when Mandy, my co-host, she decided in 2023 that, or for 2023, that she was no longer going to be my co-host, which she is my other half. And we have so much fun together. And I was mm -hmm. like, how will I ever do this by myself, mm -hmm. you know, without her? And that's the kind of stuff I was hearing in that moment. And I was like, I can't do it by myself. You know, mm -hmm. I, I will, you know, I'll fail at this. I need her and all of these things. And I was really, it was like a whole day. And do you know, I, those thoughts made me so sick. I had a sickness that came in out of nowhere. I mean, mm -hmm. I was so sick. Mm -hmm. And then when I, when I was laying in bed that next morning, I said, no, I have to pull myself out of this. I can do this. And all of a sudden, my symptoms went away, and I was, it was like I never was sick. <laughs> <laughs> good for you. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. But you're absolutely right, Shanna. You know, our physical body takes on those emotions and it can make us, it can make us sick. And particularly in things like autoimmune diseases, you know, I had like three diagnoses, three labels. They didn't know what was wrong with me way back to clearing the trauma. So, I mean, you probably see autoimmune disease quite often because I, I also was diagnosed with fibromyalgia. I had mm -hmm. a list that was so long 
I mean, and they were all very real symptoms. They were random Mm -hmm. and just, and it was a lot. I remember my doctor looked at me and said, we're not going to be able to get through all of that list, but (laughs) I think you have fibromyalgia. So here's your bag of drugs and you're good. I was ready to accept that diagnosis for the rest of my life with my little bag of drugs. Right. I know. I know. I do see, I do see that all the time. And you know, when it's younger and younger people are getting autoimmune diseases, Mm. it's our diet, you know, it's our food, it's the chemicals in our water and in the air, you know, it's all of it. I had fibromyalgia too, or at least that was the diagnosis, but they said fibromyalgia, MS, chronic fatigue, lupus, you know, we don't know what's wrong with you kind of Mm. thing. And I didn't realize back then that I was pretty intuitive. I teach people how to use my system now and train coaches in it. And they end up being more intuitive, like super highly intuitive. But I didn't know that I was intuitive back then. I actually looked in the phone book and found a orthomolecular doctor that finally helped me. They didn't have functional medicine back then. I know they didn't have an orthomolecular just means knowing how to use nutrition and um, like vitamins and supplements. Um, so he even had me make like tryptophan capsules. He ordered this white powder from Germany. I think that's Whoa. when there was a ban on it. And so I had to make my own capsules. This is actually a good story. Uh, and so I remember being in, in our like family room, there's a big, big patio door that opened to the backyard. And I have two bowls with two, like a TV tray. And I've got the white capsules, you know, the white, the little capsules in here and the white powder in the other. And I'm starting to put, I'm putting it together like a drug dealer. TV while I'm doing, and my neighbor knocks on the door and I'm like, ah, I gotta run. I gotta take this in the kitchen real quick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. And yeah. so did that help you? It did, you know, taking the vitamins and supplements did, but they helped me a little bit, but I remember he said to me, he said, how are you walking around on the planet? Like you're not absorbing anything you're eating. Like I had, you know, low protein amino acids. I wasn't getting any nutrition from, even though I was eating food. And I said, you know, my son was born. I've got to take care of him. So spirit literally carried me during that time. Yeah. And then the, then spirit throws you pain to say, okay, it's time to deal with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But that was the very, very beginning. And, you know, again, I was just working on my physical body, trying to get healthier. Wow. Yeah, I know. It seems like usually there's something that kind of throws you into this. And mine did begin with the pain um, of fibromyalgia. And then me, I was on so many drugs. You know, the thing was, is that I, I was told my whole life I, I had anxiety, 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 you know? So this became like, Shanna has anxiety. And then when something bad would happen, I mean, that was my go-to, right? I have anxiety. And my dad died and my best friend died. I mean, so many bad things were happening around the time I got the fibromyalgia diagnosis. Oh, Okay. So even now when I go to the doctor, I'm like, you still have the fibromyalgia on my chart. I was just letting you know, like, I don't think that that was like a permanent thing. I think I was really stressed. I had four kids at the time, two in high school, a newborn, a child with, you know, on the spectrum. I'm like, and my dad, you know, all these things were happening. Like everything in my world was flipped out, especially in my body. (laughs) Right. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, yeah, it is the stress. Stress causes disease. 
And I, and speaking of my dad dying, I mean, he never had a tool in his life. You know, he didn't have any breath work. He didn't breathe. You know, he didn't know how to relax. You know, he worked himself to death or spent every moment with his family. And in the end, his heart, you know, I mean, it just, he was on a heart transplant list and he just didn't get one and he died in the hospital waiting. But, you know, he, that really was a very profound moment for me because I was like, I don't want to be that, but I see that I do have a lot of characteristics of my dad. I'm a workhorse, you know, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. And I really was go, go, go before, but now, you know, now I almost have to push myself to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what, but those patterns can be cleared too, Shanna. Yeah. You know, so like, like when you want, and I'm so sorry about your dad. And when we, when I think about that, I think about how everyone has heart wounds mm-hmm. and we've got to clear the heart wounds. And so when we go to that place where we clear that, it allows you and generations, your kids, generations after you to not carry that forward. We may want to do like a little demo. I'm thinking of, you know, the system yeah. that I created is the brain system. And brain mm-hmm. is an acronym that stands for B is body. That's what you mm-hmm. and I are talking about, getting yeah. our body healthy, right? But the R is releasing and that's releasing mm-hmm. emotional baggage, mental chatter, the trauma that got stuck in the spaces of the brain. Okay. And then A is aligned with spirit because spirit's always a part of healing anything, healing yourself, your business, your relationships. It's always a part of everything. And then I is integrate. So it's integrating your frequencies to your, your brain frequencies to your soul's true purpose. So I also find that people who don't have a purpose have a little bit difficult healing because that's like, Mm. they don't have that motivation, you know, and then N is the new program and A new program is what we talked about a little earlier about rebooting Mm -hmm. and rewiring your brain, your, your energetic field, your whole body being for success. And when you do all those steps together, it literally sticks. And so for people who are listening to this or on audio, Alex, I just explain the brain system, but I'll show you a visual that also may help you. What I often find is like our trauma gets stuck in those spaces of the brain and we've got to clear it out. You know, um, and so the spaces in your brain are your spiritual brain. And the masters in China teach us that we heal in the spaces. What happens? The spaces are your soul body. So this is an axon and a dendrite. So it's a picture of like a nerve ending. It, between all your nerves is a synapse. It's a space. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we heal in the spaces. Well, the picture shows these little red beads that are supposed to like jump that space. That's serotonin. So that's the happiness hormone. So when we're depressed and we don't feel good or whatever, um, we're probably lacking serotonin. And here's what happens then. Then you go to the doctor and they give you a serotonin uptaker. Prozac or a generic type of, of depression medication. And yet what I have found is if we clear these spaces of the trauma and the emotions, the serotonin can now leap that synapse and you don't need that medication anymore. Now I need to say here, I'm not telling you to stop your medication, right? <laughs> right. You know, you don't want to just do that, but I just want you to know it's possible and that it's the inner work and the inner journey that will help you be able to eventually wean off, you know, that medication. I find that 
that really what we're working on is is fear of faith and worry and trust and they're opposite right so when we get to that place of not feeling safe like when you got sick because of all that stress that was happening we were in fear and -hmm. really the goal is to stay in faith and so it's like how quickly can you help yourself get back to faith and you did it you're very strong So this is the brain system that I described. So it's five steps and it really does help you. It's body release, align with spirit, integrate and put in the new program. It helps things stick. I was super sick, like dying, like on oxygen. (laughs) Like it took me, it took me 16 years to heal. And that's how I learned all this. I don't actually work with a whole lot of health issues now. I mean, I work with some, but, but mostly I'm teaching entrepreneurs how to help themselves grow their business and do the inner work. So the difference is this isn't just like, you know, a quick little energy session where you're just going to feel better for like the next day, right? It sticks. And so that's what I love about, about working with the brain system is it's truly transformational. It gets me excited, you know? (laughs) Oh my God. So I love that you have really turned your pain into purpose. Yeah. Yeah. In college, I did a program where we spent like a whole summer in Peoria, Illinois. It was like social work. I mean, it was like like dealing with what I was like. I was working oh. with the heroin addicts. I was working at the DWI clinic. I worked at yeah. Peoria Association for Retarded Citizens. And there was, a, there was a gentleman in that group. There was only one man in that group. The rest of us were women. And he was very, very, very Christian. And he mm-hmm. used to quote the Bible all the time. But I would look at him. And I like to argue with him actually, Shanna, because (laughs) I would point out that he wasn't, he wasn't in integrity. He wasn't acting it. Okay. So this is back in my twenties. Right. So I really thought, um, even though I was raised, you know, with religion, I really didn't believe it, you know, or I didn't believe it. And so when I got that sick, that's what turned it around. I just really, that's when I started reading the Bible. That's when it made sense to me. That's when I prayed more. That's when I was like, okay, God, you got to help me because I just want to be a mom to my kids. So -hmm. that was my first why. And then as I got healthier, my next why was how many people can I help now? Mm, Yeah. So your children, how old were they when you were sick like that? They were like five and three. Little tinies. They were little kids. And yet, you know what? We had fun. I um, and I always looked at the positive, you know, I'd be like, okay, well, God has a plan for this. So, you know, I, I would be the workaholic and probably Mm. be working while I'm raising them and Mm. God got me sick so I could be home with them and be there. And we had fun when I had good days, you know, and then we moved to Taos. So I became a pesticide activist back then. Uh, Those pesticides would put me on that oxygen tank. So when they were spraying for mosquitoes in my neighborhood, I'd get really sick And I also watched my kids not feel so good and other people in our neighborhood. I worked with the mayor to sue the state of Illinois and we won. Yeah, I knew the woman who, June Larson, who lobbied Washington, D.C. for little signs that you put in the lawns, Mm -hmm. that herbicide was put on the lawns. Her um, daughter, the reason she became such an advocate is her daughter died from mosquito abatement at a Girl Scout camp. Oh, my God. So I started researching all about pesticides, herbicides, glyphosate. So I knew about glyphosate before there were ever lawsuits. 
mean, I couldn't, I mean, I'm kind of shy. It became a big mouth. You know, I was like, okay, I had 14 <laughs> articles in the paper. Good. I was like taking my oxygen tank to board meetings and speaking. I was like, <sighs> you can't kill the kids like this. Stop it. You know? So. And you completely healed. You're not carrying around oxygen. Oh, it took me 16 years. You know, then I moved to Taos, New Mexico from, to be in the mountains and get away from all those pesticides. Yeah. So I did leave. I was like, okay, that's, so I'm done. You removed yourself yeah. from the environment. Okay. Yeah. So the, you're, you're going to think that, I, I mean, I think this is outrageous and you have a daughter here, so I don't know if she's aware, but last year Polis had said he wanted all of the elementary schools and middle schools and high schools tested for lead in okay. the water. Okay. And my daughter's school had 18 different drinking fountains, fountains, faucets that had lead, high levels of lead. And so they, you know, had a certain amount of time to fix them, which they did. But, you know, then I'm thinking, well, what are the signs of lead poison for children? Right. I had to look that up. No one gave us that. Uh And, you know, there'd been some time that I, you know, I mean, I have a son who's on the spectrum. I have a daughter who has ADHD. I have, I have ADHD. Lots of, I mean, one in 36 children are on the spectrum. You know, there's a lot going on here, you know, and I think maybe even that's low because when you look at a classroom, you know, you could question that many of them (laughs) are falling under, you know, this, you know, either whether ADHD or or the spectrum or, or some sort of. Um, neurodivergent, you know, issue going on. Yeah, and so you look at the environment. Well, first, I think people want to blame the genetics, and then they look at the environment. Which I think that if you look at just history, you know, and what's happened with the processing of foods and all of the things mm-hmm. that we don't even know we're living with, drinking, breathing, this could be why we have so many children that are showing up with these disorders. You're absolutely right. My first career was special education. I was a special ed teacher. And then when I started learning all about natural health for my own healing, um, I started studying naturopathy and I became a naturopathic doctor. At the same time, I got a biofeedback program and I was a dyslexic therapist. So I saw a lot of those autistic and dyslexic kids, Mm -hmm. you know, in my practice. And you're absolutely right. What I'd have to detox was lead. And there's a whole herbal little kit that I use put together by the grandmother of natural health that detoxes the lead. I mean, could be mercury too, could be other heavy metals just in our environment. There's a huge thing out here about the Aurora water. Our area is like a zone or whatever that's considered. There is toxic. There's something really bad in the water. And here's the thing. I don't even know much about it because they've hit this. You have to dig for this information. Yes. Really, you have to. And then I did some research on the quality of the water and this and that. And I don't know if they keep on moving up the standard or moving down the standard, I should say, for Mm -hmm. it to fit into some sort of legal limits of drinking water. But there's no, I mean, the stuff that's in it. I mean, I mean, other people have done studies who are not part of the state and they're like, listen, None of these things are okay. All of these are cancer agents. Like it blew me away. It blew me away because many people didn't even know because they don't read their emails that this was going on. You know, it wasn't really on the news. I live in a district that has new schools. So it was really just the older schools that were affected. Okay. 
which makes sense because I guess it's the rust in the piping and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. But again, that's our, you know, that's our world. You know, they say that babies are born with lead in them from the mom. Yeah, I know. Like there's something like 42 chemicals in the umbilical cord and the placenta that they're finding. And so we can't, unless you like move to some island and put a spacesuit on, you know, (laughs) you know, so we have to figure out how to, um, how to take the right antioxidants, have a clean home, you know, so I would definitely say, you know, use, you know, don't use cleaning products in your home that are toxic, use natural things, you know, use natural laundry detergent, you know, don't use pesticides and herbicides. You can use diatomaceous earth, which is like a white powder sold in like garden shops. And so it's a white powder and you can even take, there's a food grade diatomaceous earth that you can use. Uh, They use it in big bins of beans and stuff. So like if they were at the school, like the cafeterias and stuff or flowers, so you can even add it if it's food grade, Um, people use it to detox lead Mm -hmm. and detox heavy metals. Um, But I sprinkle diatomaceous earth around my property when I get those little ants. Yeah. And it works. Yeah, it works fine. Yeah. You know, I try to be conscious because I have animals because I have two dogs. So, you know, I'm always, you know, thinking about that. And here's the thing. We need to become more conscious about, you know, what we're purchasing. And I try, you know, it's just the awareness. You know, I've been lucky to have people like you bring stuff like this to my awareness. I mean, I had someone who was saying we need to choose better about the clothes that we're wearing, you know, the bras that we're wearing, you know, all of these things could be poisoning you. And it could be a big part of why you're having sicknesses that won't go away and allergies. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Allergies are really big. Allergies are really just, you know, they, um, Dr. Hamer did a lot of really cool work with trauma. And so I think mm-hmm. about his work when I'm clearing the brain, we want, might want to do a little demo with you on this. Yeah. But yeah it'd be fun. It would be fun. The, the trauma gets stuck in the spaces of the brain. What he figured out was clearing trauma helped clear cancer. He got mm-hmm. testicular cancer three months after his son was shot and died. And so his hypothesis was, and he was a, he was a doctor that was working with cancer in Germany. And he said, you know, it must be the trauma that caused this. I was healthy before. Why did I get this? So he started working on clearing trauma and he put whole charts together. He would start to see similarities with certain cancers and he called it the it stinks moment. And how it relates to allergies is when you have like a little trauma, like an it stinks moment. So let's just say you're you're driving through the hay field somewhere in Kansas and you're on vacation and something happens like the car breaks down and now you got hay fever and you're allergic to that pollen. You were never allergic before, right? Because right. of the trauma of what just happened there. So trauma can cause illness. And so he found that it would cause certain types of cancers, like esophageal cancer was not being able to swallow a morsel. So it had to do with food. Maybe you were choking or something. And he'd find that there were these similarities. And so he said, you know, we have to clear those it stinks moments for the trauma. Well, I see that with allergies too. What about like stuff like asthma? My friend Mandy, who's been my coach, she's my best friend, has always struggled so much. And then what you find is really remarkable is that she passed it down to her children. So her daughter, who is in college right now, is struggling really bad with asthma. And Mandy has this fear, just like me. 
Okay. Okay. So yeah. So see, again, we got to look at the brain system, its body. So asthma can be a pathogen, right? It can be fungus. It can be protozoa. So we got to look at the physical piece. And then right. the mental emotional piece is yes, we have to hear clear trauma and maybe it's generational. Mm. So when you clear the trauma and you clear the emotions, and then there's a handheld position you can actually do on the head. I'd have to look it up, but I know that it's pulling away from, I think it's the left side. Um, and I did this on a little boy years ago and he didn't have asthma anymore because his was psychosomatic. So, so you can, but you have to look at the physical, the mental, emotional, the spiritual, and then clear the energy field. It's And of system. course, it's like we only think about the physical because it's the only thing we can actually see. It's the easiest part. <laughs> yeah. Being able to breathe, you know, underlying causes of diseases are miasms and miasms are like residues from our ancestors. So in the mm. case of asthma, it would be the TB miasm, right? Tuberculosis. Oh. And yet that doesn't mean you'll ever get tuberculosis. It just means there's a residue of that in your in your genes, in your body, in your in your energy field somewhere. Mm -hmm. and, and it can so, be triggered. And it can be triggered. And then there's ways to work with that too. So like I have little tinctures for TB miasm. Um, yeah, homeopathics. They don't have to be sick. They don't have to suffer. You know, mm -hmm. you don't have to carry this stuff. You just have to know how to do it. Right. And I mean, I think you're proof of that. Right. And so that's what I love. You're like, I've been there. Yeah, absolutely. I've been there, you know, and I keep learning new things. And I keep, you know, I mean, yeah. everything isn't an uphill. I always teach my kids. I'm like, we used to climb this mountain in Taos. We called it success mountain. And we get to the Aww. top of the mountain and there'd be all these aspen leaves. Aspens are these Aww. golden leaves that kind of shimmer and they're just bright yellow. And we'd play in the leaves. Well, I would, you know, I would teach them, well, life isn't just climbing that success mountain. Yes, you're going to, you know, learn new things and get better and better and learn and grow, but it still does more a little bit of a roller coaster kind of thing. It still goes up and down. You're going to have good days and bad days. We all do. Yeah. You know what I love about the Aspens or the Aspen eyes, like the eyes. Oh, yeah. Next time you see an Aspen, look, look for the eyes. They're so, it's so remarkable. Yes, it's just and right now it's fall. I just took pictures yesterday of, of fall leaves. I'm like, oh, it's so, so pretty. Funny. There's yellow I and know. orange and red. You keep talking about a demonstration. So I'm yeah. curious, you know, to see how, you know, I mean, how are you liking working like, you know, um in distance? I mean, do you find that oh. it just as powerful, just as successful? Yes, absolutely. And sometimes more so. Yeah. You know, I mean, I like in person too, but, you know, so I had Albuquerque Natural Health Center for, I guess, 20 years. And then I moved online about eight or nine years ago. And so I was doing like a combination okay. of both. So you were already familiar with the online thing before COVID? <laughs> I was familiar before COVID. Um, and I had started doing my, my in-person events, you know, so I was doing events and I loved that too. And I still do like an in-person event every year. We do a big retreat in the fall. Um, so oh, nice. I still really do love that, but I have a whole group of people that I'm teaching my system to. So I have certified coaches now who can do what I'm doing. And yeah, so, you know, so here's what we can do. So we were going to demonstrate something called a brain soul balancing, or I okay. sometimes call it a soul tie box. We start with a goal or intention. And so, and then we walk the goal down and then I use an intuitive process to clear 
the trauma that got stuck in the in the brain or the soul. You know. Okay, I so actually have something I'm stuck on. So you're stuck on. Okay, awesome. So what would I if I asked you this question, Shannon? And I said, what would you like to have change or be different? What would you mm. say? I have a problem saying no. I have a problem asking for help. So in that never asking for help and never saying no, I, my schedule is currently a little insane and I need space right now to get stuff I need done that I want to get done. Okay. Okay. So does that make sense? Totally. So I create space to accomplish my tasks. I can say no and I can ask for help. Right. You want to ask for the ask for help thing is a big thing, but that would help me make space. Right. If I, if I was the type of person that allowed help, I mean, because people even offer. Yes. Okay. So here, let's put that word allow. Then I create space to accomplish my tasks. I allow asking for help, accepting help. I allow accepting help. So this is the declaration part, right? I'm declaring, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, what absolutely. my intentions are. Yeah, absolutely. So we're writing your intentions. I'm using NLP questions. So if you were allowing okay. accepting help and you're allowing asking for help and you're creating space to accomplish your tasks, what would you tell yourself then you're not telling yourself now? That I control this already. However, I'm not. So like I, I have can... the ability to control this. This is my, in my control, but yet I am not controlling it. So I have, I have the ability to control. To but control. I'm allowing everything else outside of me to control my day. Okay. Oh, this yeah, is which really is good. This is good. Your listeners are going to like this too. I tell myself I have the ability to control this and you're allowing asking for help and you're accepting help and you're creating the space now to, to accomplish your tasks. This is recalling. What would you be recalling then you're not recalling now? Yeah. So that at one point in my life that I remember being overwhelmed you know, being a young mom and all that and spiraling out of control. Okay. So you're recalling the negatives. So here's what we want to do. That's what we're going to have to clear. That's giving me a clue, right? About what has to be cleared here. Can you think back to a time where things were flowing? You had created some space. Mm -hmm. Shortly after that time, when I started to do mindfulness, you know, practice mindfulness meditation on a daily basis every day. Okay. And also making space for myself when I would say, nope, this is my time. And I had boundaries around that. Okay. So I recall practicing mindfulness and having boundaries. Yes. And so if you recalled Practicing that mindfulness, having boundaries, you're able to control this, you're accepting help, you're creating this space. How would all that make you feel? Blissful. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Awesome. Okay. I feel blissful. Let's get you to blissful today. What a great word. Hey, if you were feeling blissful and all this is happening, you're recalling this practicing mindfulness, you're having these boundaries, you're accepting help. You're creating this space. 
Who would you be honoring fully then? You're not honoring fully now. Me. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Women have to learn this. Mommies don't do this enough, right? Well, it used to be mommy. Now it's called sense of soul. <laughs> okay, now it's yeah, now it's busy with business. <laughs> this is my new baby. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I understand. It's so typical though. So let's create. So what I do, it's a really scratch copy. Some of you are on audio, you can't see this, but basically it's a box and I wrote those intentions down. And I drew a box and I put the bottom line in the box. Okay. You're blissful, honoring yourself, creating space, accepting help. People are asking to help you and you're saying no. So we've got to turn that around. Right. So then we say, okay, who or what is blocking Shanna from this? And I get three strings. I muscle test like this. So instead of my arm, I use my finger. So I'm going to talk to my hand all day long. I test everything. Okay. <laughs> and so I draw three strings and I say, hey, okay, what's what's going on here? Let's clear it. So this is a male or a female. There's a female in your field. Um, is it you? Is it someone else? Someone else? Is it a family member? Yep. Is it, your, is it a daughter? Yep. You have a daughter in your field. Give me like first names of your kids. Um, so I have Drew, Lindsay, Ethan, Kensley. Okay. All adults except for Kinsley. She's 11. Is this Kinsley? I think this is Kinsley. So is this, now here's what it can be. It can be something between you and Kinsley or it can be Kinsley's energy in your field. Your mom, she's 11, right? So let's just find mm-hmm. out. So is this something between you and Kensley? Yes. Is it just her? No. You might already know something. Do you know something? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's okay. good. Something coming up. Yeah. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. I have cheat sheets of words. Mm-hmm. So Shanna, it's the power of the spoken word of the truth sets us free. Okay. And it may bring some emotional stuff up and it's okay. Cause yeah. what will happen is we'll clear it and then I'll bring you back up. Okay. Is it a or B it's in B I got possessive and unprotected. I'm very protective of Kinsley. Okay. Is, is she, is she the one who's on the spectrum? It's not the one. Okay. Possessive, unprotected, self-destructive. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. A, B, C, D, one, two. Burdened. Now these could be your emotions or her emotions or both. And sometimes when I do this, it also helps the other person. Protected, self-destructive, burden, and overwhelm. Is there another word I need to name? No. Here's how we clear it. We say, was that a liar, thief, or fraud? And I get thief. Then we say, what did that do? Did it kill, steal, or destroy? And these came from John 10, 10 in the Bible, these words. And so it's still your hope, your freedom, your comfort. So it's like we're, we're getting back a level of hope. It's like we're reclaiming freedom, reclaiming a level of comfort clarity well i feel like my face has a fever at the moment okay tenacity and wellness is there another word i need to say yes is it a through m m through z m and o o optimism no openness openness 
So I'm just going to say a quick clearing statement. This is called access consciousness. And so I did this up as another body of energy work. So I'm going to say I destroy and uncreate any judgments, assumptions, projections, conclusions, decisions about the situation with Kensley or anything in her field or your field that's affecting you being blissful, honoring yourself, creating that space and accepting good and bad, right and wrong, pot and pock, online shorts, boys, ambiance. And then we're just going to tap the bottom of your foot. So we're just going to take an open hand, doesn't matter which foot, just mm-hmm. kind of hit, even with your shoe on, just whack it. <laughs> okay, good. And so as we go around the strings, you should feel like a little bit lighter and lighter. Okay, and you may not right, right away, I don't know. Um, well, the heat moved on my head, so that's good. Okay, okay, good. Yeah, and then we can see it in your face too. Um, so okay. this next one is a male, female, or a situation. It's a situation. It's a recent or old, it's an old situation. Which one of these is it affecting? This is allowing you, it's a situation, a core issue that has to do with accepting and allowing help. So let's find out what that is. So is this when you were a kid? Yes. So this is important. So I get PTSD and guilt. So we always have to clear those places where we were made to feel guilty for something we didn't do. So you took on your mom's pain because you were three. And you, like Mm -hmm. you said, you didn't want her to feel how she felt. So you took that energy on. That's the beginning of you not being able to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not your stuff. It's literally her stuff, right? Yeah. Guilt, PTSD, heartache. You have such a beautiful energy. Wow. Thank you. Um, after we clear this, you're going to feel stronger a little bit. And and sometimes it's like this much, like a tiny, like little bit. Yeah. But, but you've got to stand in your own power in a different way, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, you already are because you've done a lot of work, but this is just going to take it further. So what did it do? Kill, steal. So it killed and stole something. I know those are some really strong words, but what they're doing is clearing the soul level. It killed your freedom. We're getting back your freedom. Mm. Your freedom to speak, you know, to be able to set your boundaries. It's still your balance, your clarity, your safety. And your wellness. Awesome. Is there another word we need to say? No. We're just going to say good and bad, right and wrong, pot and pock, online shorts, boys, ambiance. And let's tap the bottom of our foot again. Um, I guess I want to ask you, do you see any pictures in your mind? Hey, do you have a memory of when you were kind of taking on some of mom's stuff and taking care of her or feeling oh, yeah. badly for her? Uh-huh. I was about 11. And... At 11, I had to learn how to navigate the maps and everything to get us to Louisiana. So I got us there every year we'd go. And there was one time I was mad at her. You know, there must have been some sort of argument and I refused to help her. Okay. And boy, was she mad. And I think she was mad at me the entire trip. And I remember I stayed with my aunt. I didn't even stay with her when we were there. Okay, so let's. But it was a big deal for me because she ended up going like three hundred miles away because I refused to help her. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Here's what I see: there's stuff that happens, you know, age zero through ten. So you know, it sometimes we're clearing womb stuff, you know, and yeah. sometimes there's you know generations back. 
but the typical ages are 6, 11, and 42. Whoa. Okay, and this was age 11 for you. You know, and we also just cleared your daughter who is 11 now. 11. Right. So see, there's sometimes these little synchronicity pattern thing. So so there's always correlations here. So that situation with mom at 11 where you, where you had to learn to drive, you know, um, the energy in the field is constricted, powerless, unprotected. Um, were there entities in the field? One, two. There's two entities in the field. Are they still around you now? Yep. Let's find them. So the energy in the field was martyr complex, and we just mm -hmm. have to clear it. The other one was manipulative. Here's how this relates. You were trying to stand in your power by mm -hmm. saying, I'm not going to drive and I'm not going to, you know, you got to do it yourself kind of thing. It's the first right? time I ever did. Yeah. And then what you noticed was you got lost. So now your subconscious brain is saying that didn't work. I guess I can't stand in my power. And right now you're trying to take back your power and go, I can ask for help. I can allow it. I can accept it. Right. So we have to clear. And I'm sorry, I'm going to swear here because this is just the shit in the field. We all are affected by these things that are in the field from way back when. And they're little things like this, but they're like bigger than little. <laughs> yeah. So like we, you want your whole goal is to create space and stand in your power and be able to say no. Right. And accept help. Never, I never even thought about that memory. See that? So, and, and I keep getting words of unprotected too, you know? Um, and then the other thing that I see are these entities of manipulation and murder complex that came from that time period, right? So, so mm -hmm. possessive, unprotected, self-destructed, burdened, overwhelmed, manipulation, murder complex. That's a thief on you. I know so why the martyr, because I wanted to be just like my aunt. I wanted to be just like my momma because they were selfless selfless um, that time that's when i made that agreement right so i wanted to be just like that your aunt so see this still your 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 trust your spirituality your comfort to have your hope your energy and then we have to clear the manipulation in the martyr complex that's still playing a song in the field is this something in shanna's field right now yes is it in your mom's field yes do i have permission to release it from you Yes. Do I have permission to release it from mom? No. Your mom might still hold on to these. I'm not sure. Um, oh, yeah. So, but manipulation and martyr complex is no longer allowed anywhere in your physical body, your mental body, your emotional body, your spiritual body. It must leave now. If it's any kind of connection or wormhole or portal between you and mom, it must go now and go to the light. So get out now in the name of God, the name of Jesus, the name of your higher power. We command you to go now. Leave now. You must leave Shanna now. Rakma! Awesome. Cone your fingers like this with your right hand, like make a little wand, tap mm -hmm. your belly button eight times. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And then I'm going to do some codes down your left leg. Two, three, love. Five, three, forgiveness. Six, five, choice. Nine, two, freedom. Four, two, greater love. Are you seeing a picture in your mind, Shanna, of that time? Okay, so the picture that you see in your mind we want to clear that from those spaces in the brain. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is called EMDR. So I want you to bring up like the couple pictures that you see of that time, the dark road, staying with your aunt instead of your mom or, you know, whatever mm -hmm. you see, bring it up like a little movie script 
And then I'm going to have you keep your head straight, but you're going to watch my fingers with your peripheral vision. So it's like your eyes are going to kind of like follow my fingers. And I'm going to go side to side, up and down, and then kind of to the side and down. And then we're going to make a circle. Okay. okay. While you see that little image in your mind. Okay. I got It'll it. release it from the subconscious space of the brain there. Okay. Then look up and look down. Look to the right side of the floor and down. Kind of angle your eyes to the right and down. And then to the left and down. And then let's come back to center. And then make a circle with your eyes like you're circling a clock. And the other way. Good job. Good work. Is it a little fuzzier or like hazy? It's far away from me. Far away. Good. Awesome. So we just cleared that. That's going to help you a lot. Excellent. Kept hearing you are safe. You're safe. Oh, good. You know, because feeling safe is part of healing and feeling safe is also part of that allergy question you asked, even asthma, mm -hmm. right? We have allergies. Yeah. We don't feel safe. There's those it stinks moments. My, I didn't feel safe either. I wore a mask. I was chemically sensitive. I was allergic to everything from pesticides to herbicides to perfume to smells. I could smell a gas leak a mile away. I mean, I had like the nose like in the movie Roxanne. Um, it was I love that more. movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I wore like this. I wore this. I had a lot of fear, a lot of fear. I didn't feel safe, you know? And so yeah. it had to, I had to clear all those blocks that didn't make me feel safe. And so this is a, and it's hugely important for everyone. And for, like for you that we just demonstrated here. That was absolutely amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, that's the releasing part. Now we want to like reboot your brain with um, with what you want to have happen going forward, right? Creating yeah. this space so you can accomplish the things you want. So here's how we do that. I have mm -hmm. you say these intentions, okay? And I muscle test them and they should bring up stress. So think of it kind of like school. We're doing mm -hmm. a pre-test and then I'm going to educate your energy field with codes, with numbers. Numbers is the universal language. And these came from my teacher, Dorothy. Like I, I always said Dorothy was the most connected to God person I ever met because yeah. she knew the Bible both as a physics book and a spiritual book, the sacred geometry piece. Yeah. And it's just high level work. And then I'm going to do these codes to educate you. And then we retest and then we lock it in. So pre-test, educate, post-test. It's like taking the multiplication fact test. <laughs> okay. Okay. So say I create space to accomplish my tasks. I create space to accomplish my tasks. Awesome. I allow asking for help. <laughs> oh, nothing came out. I mm -hmm. allow asking for help. Oh, this is good. I allow accepting help. I allow accepting help. Say this is easy. This is easy. Good. I tell myself I have the ability to control this. I tell myself I have the ability to control this. I recall practicing mindfulness. I recall practicing mindfulness. And having boundaries. 
and having boundaries. I feel blissful. I feel blissful. I honor myself. I honor myself. Nice. Okay. So you're going to hear me say some codes. Okay. So I'm going down your left leg, these clear stress. So two, three, love, five, three, forgiveness, six, five, choice, nine, two, freedom, four, two, greater love. Then we're going to come down your front Four, two. I think I'll have you say these, say, I have positive self-worth. I have positive self-worth. Two, two. Say, I choose to succeed. I choose to succeed. Four, four. I choose to live in joy. I choose to live in joy. And six, two. I choose to live by the higher laws. I choose to live by the higher laws. Good job. And then I'm going to do one, four, seven on your left, like hip on the back side. Then I'm going to have you look at my X. Four, five. Nine six nine six eight six six eight three to nine twenty six complete cycles five thousand eight hundred fifty nine times two to eight twenty three complete cycles two thousand six hundred twenty three times three seven five three seven seven that's the self ring and the digestion ring they're the rings that go around the brain you have an energy field around your brain I'm rebalancing them. Okay, four, five, eight, six, four, six, nine, four, six, seven, releasing trauma. 10, five, seven, eight, two, eight, seven, seven, five, and the shock, one, two, three, placing with peace, five, two, five to 11, 37, complete cycles, 87,357 times, two to eight, 24, 32 times, four, two, 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 four, four, six, two, six, seven, six, seven, six, seven, six, seven, six, seven. I know it looks kind of funny. Did you feel the wind on Zoom? <laughs> I I definitely felt like I had possibly a kick in my lower left <laughs> side. I'm like, I know I can't have children anymore, but that was a little like interesting, very local to that specific area. Weird. Wow. See, well, you know what? That's the, the sacral chakra, right? Is our power center. It's the woman's power center. And my body is fuzzy right now again, from like my knees all the way up, like to my hands. Yeah. Yeah. So we were rebooting and rewiring your energetic field in your brain. So those codes, and we're going to lock it in right now. So I'm going to have you say them again, and then we're going to lock it. Okay. okay. Um, we lock don't to forget to lock it in. Yes. So say, I create space to accomplish my tasks. I create space to accomplish my tasks. Excellent. I allow asking for help. I allow asking for help. Hey, I allow accepting help. I allow accepting help. And you're strong now. Say this is easy. This is easy. Good job. I tell myself I have the ability to control this. I tell myself I have the ability to control this. Excellent. I recall practicing mindfulness. I recall practicing mindfulness and having good boundaries and having good boundaries. I feel blissful. I feel blissful. And I honor myself. And I honor myself. Nice. Beautiful, Shanna. So we're going to lock it in. The way we do that is we clasp our hands together and put them above your head. And if I was with you, I would try to pull them down and you would just kind of stay strong. Oh, I'm strong. They feel okay. solid. Okay, good. And then we're going to cone our fingers on our right hand. 
And we're going to make a circle and we're going to say two, two. Two, two. I choose to succeed. I choose to succeed. And then we're going to tap your belly button eight times. And that locks in those intentions, those goals. Oh my gosh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're I feel welcome. great. You're glowing. I know. Yeah, we, so cleared, we cleared the stuff holding you back from these goals. I think oh your God. mantra should be, I feel blissful and I honor myself. Like you need to walk around the house and just say that all day long. Oh my God. I'm going to go around and say, I thank Louise all day long. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Oh the thing is, when I work on like you right here and people are listening, similar things or different things will come up as, as sort of the strings, right? The problems and, and yeah. it will clear them too. I was thinking that. Yeah. 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 It will clear them wow. too. So that's, that's the coolest part. Yeah. Wow. And then also find out like you're going to process for one, for another couple of weeks. So I'm going to give you some homework. Can I do that? Okay. Yeah. Um, um, it's something called mind gems and there are 12 little exercises that balance the brain rings mm. and they're just a freebie on my website, 12 little exercises and they take only four minutes to do. So if okay. you want to get back into like mindfulness practice and you know, you know what, you don't have an yeah. hour to meditate or something. These are just a really great tool. I do them every morning and every night. So you'll switch like number two is present time. Then you switch. Number three, clears fear okay. and switches on the brain. You're crossing touch back here then switch. Okay. So then you switch your hands. Okay. Then you switch your hands. And most of them are like that switching and they will. Um, and so we want to give that to your, to your listeners too. And also the opportunity to have a discovery, a brain soul assessment, we call it. So I can learn about, I can learn about them and find out if, I can help them or I know somebody who can. That was really, truly amazing. I'm so mm -hmm. grateful. I'm so grateful. Yeah. I am so grateful. You know, your gift <laughs> I mean, you are such a blessing. Your gift has to get out there in the world. And if you don't have the space and you're not allowing the help, it's hard for that to happen too. Mm -hmm. So we have to clear the blocks for all of our amazing people out there like yourself, Shanna, who do what they want to do because of some of these old childhood wounds or traumas. Did not even ever think about that moment. That was a big moment that you, that I recall today. Yeah. And released. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it was a core issue for you to stand in your power. And how divine did you call it through my daughter? Yeah. You know what? I just want you all to know you can learn this too. Now it takes a little time, but you guys can learn the brain system too. And, and then I have, coaches and people who work with me that could do the same thing I did, you know, where they can go in the energy field and they test, Hey, what's the issue? Who is it with? Is it a situation? Right. Is it a person? Is it a place? And then they can, they can nail it like this. And then yeah. I taught them this process, then they clear it. And so there's all these cool little synchronicities that happen. And, you know, if you really ask a good question. So the other thing I would say is learn to ask good questions, all of us of yeah. yourself, you know? So like when you're asking good questions, like, will that help me? That should help me. Maybe that will help me. Oh, I think this will help me. Like, listen to yourself. Like the intuition mm -hmm. increases when you can ask yourself good questions. And it was such that, 
your this experience, not just ask, asking the questions though, it was the questions, but it was, it really was multidimensional. Yes. I mean, all of it at the same time was happening. It was, yes. it's yeah, pretty amazing. Yes. Yes. That's how we change the brain. That's why we can't, that's why people can meditate for years and they're still going to have the same problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, I'm not against meditation. I'm a meditator yeah. too, but I'm just saying that we have to clear the brain and the soul for it to, and this is faster. Yeah. Why you can take the long way or the short way, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you just so helped me. You don't even know. <laughs> I'm so I mean, grateful. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. that's really, really beautiful. Thank well, you. You do Thank a beautiful you. job you. with your podcast, Sense of Soul. I'm just so impressed. You're doing great, great work out there, Shanna. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I love what you're doing. And and I'd love to invite you to our group program in January. January 17th is the masterclass. And then the class goes like the 24th through March 27th. Uh, This was amazing. And so I would love to help promote this masterclass. And then if, so if somebody does want to, you know, learn your modality, can they find all this information on your website? Yeah, you know what? We're building a new website called Brain Soul Success. Okay. Um, it should be done pretty soon. It's going to have a lot okay. more good stuff on it. And it feels like an up level. It feels better to me. That's such an old website, my other one. I, I It's like, yeah. uh, you can find me and I'm on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and all those places as well. Yeah. Okay. Thank yeah. you so much. I you're appreciate welcome. every moment of this. So. Oh, you're welcome. You're just absolutely beautiful. Would you like to be on my podcast? Do you do a lot of podcasts? Yes, I would love to be on your podcast. Yes. All right, let's do let's do that too. So I'll have to What is your podcast called? It's Brain Soul Success Show. <laughs> yeah, and right, I'm gonna change it though. It's gonna be take your power back. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's like that's just what I have to do, I think. Yes, because um, that's, I'm gonna that's just... what's right now in the yes. field, everyone's consciousness. That's what's coming up. Yeah, it's so true, isn't it? It's so mm-hmm. time to do this. It's time yes. to do the work. Thanks for listening to Sense of Soul podcast. And thanks to our special guests for joining me. If you want more of Sense of Soul, check out my website at www.mysenseofsoul.com where you can work with me one-on-one or help support Sense of Soul podcast by donating to my coffee fund. Thanks for listening.